When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This time, someone is hunting her. This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's The Last Vampire. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses young adult pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing Christopher Pike's The Last Vampire. The first of the series with our guest, comedian, actor, writer, Drew Drogi. Oh, you added writer in there. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. One. <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah. Hi. 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 Thank you for, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. Um, I loved Christopher Pike books growing up. Um, I don't remember reading this one, but I'm I was just so happy to be a part of this because I was obsessed from like last act <laughs> on. Yeah. 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 And then I think I went back and... Spellbound was the first one. Is that right? No, no. Very first one. Uh huh. No. What was the very first one? What was it? Because it was weekend, weekend, weekend and no, slumber, party. slumber party, slumber party, slumber party, and then weekend, and then weekend. Well, uh, yeah, weekend. I remember not being good, not it's being not, very good. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, but all. then last act is amazing. Last act is. Good. And I also read it act. when I was in high school, and it was all theater. Oh. Or maybe I was I was maybe eighth, ninth grade. And I was just the dream of high school theater was everything. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Somebody's gonna get killed on stage. Yeah. It, it, it might it might need to happen. You know? <laughs> so I've I've loved his books and I've like forgotten about them. So I was so happy to get to be on this one. Yeah, and yeah. we're very glad to have you on because Kelly and I did your podcast and you guys were amazing such a blast yeah you were so so great so uh, another feral audio podcast it's called minor revelations that's right i always want to say relevations i know i know (laughs) minor revelations with drew drogi because he's drew drogi Mm -hmm. so check it out it's a great podcast thank you thank you thank you um you know what was great i like this book a lot i love this book you love this book fucking Love. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I've had my copy since I was 12. A friend got it for me to read when I was in the hospital having my skull decompression surgery. Which you oh. talked about on, which you talked about mm-hmm. on my show, which is really crazy. Yeah. That's amazing. So wow. I've had it ever since then. I arrived with it in a plastic baggie yeah. because it was getting damaged in my bag. Because of your original copy. And I'm yeah. looking at yours. Now, I got mine on Amazon because I don't remember reading this one because this came out in 94 mm-hmm. when I would have been 17. So I think I was too old for Christopher old. Pike mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, for me, I it was, was watching Serial Mom and, the, you know, I was like, I'd moved on to John Waters at that point. <laughs> Mom, and some friends but, were just talking about Serial Mom. Oh, it's the greatest movie ever. It's yeah, we're planning of, on watching it. Oh, you haven't seen it? I, well, oh, rewatching so it for good. some and watching it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's completely where it holds up. It completely holds up. But, um, no, I'm looking at this. I ordered my copy off of Amazon because it's out of print now. Yeah. And I got your message while I was in New York and I, I had a really fun adventure. I was like free all day. So I was like, I'm going to go to bookstores all over New York City and I'm going to find this book. 
and nobody <laughs> has it. Yeah. Um. And even I mean, I went to like Barnes and Noble, and then I and then I called Strand Books because I was like, well, Strand Books will have it. They have everything. They do not, and they even they didn't even have Thirst, which is what the Last Vampire is now being called because the Last Vampire is out of print. I found, yeah. And now it's being uh, under the title Thirst. Yeah, it's being packaged as the Thirst series, which but fuck that. Also, like the cover of it is so, so boring, like it's different, so boring and different. It well, is so like twilighted, yeah. modern. Uh-huh. It totally is. Uh-huh. It's like that minimalist, like very yes, white yes. cover. Here's a girl photo of a girl. Her lips are so red. Whereas this this cover is is awesome. It's so yeah. like it's just so like mid nineties sleaze. There's this girl who has kind of like Christina Applegate. Yeah. Tracy Lord's vibe to her. Yeah, she does. And she's rubbing up a guy on a guy who, I don't know, let's say he's kind of like Grant showed from Melrose Place. Like what, was, <laughs> what was happening in 94 with this guy on the cover? Uh, is it, good but question. The, the painting, and I love that it's like a pink cave. Um, we get it. Yeah. And then like <laughs> The Last Vampire is also written in the, mm, in the iconic that. Christopher Pike font, but it's also in pink. Uh, which I, I like that I like the same color that the color scheme is great, yeah. um, but my copy which says it's a first edition, yep, um, is different from yours because yours has raised font on it. Oh, and so I'm wondering if they're the same. This is I'm such a nerd about these kind of things. I'm like, what is this? They both say they're the first edition. That's so weird. Do you see the difference? Your font is all raised oh, and puffy, yeah. and mine's all oh, flat. That's strange. Very strange. That's strange. Ooh, a mystery. It's yeah, Kind of like the, tra- were... the, the travails of Alyssa Pern. <laughs> 5,000 year old vampire. I was always so confused novel. as to how I should be pronouncing her name. Because in my mind I was like, Eliza, right? And then it's like, no, but there's that S. Oh. oh I was Alyssa. like, Alyssa. And then I, I was Alyssa. like, Perne? Oh. <laughs> like, what? Maybe it is Perne. I think it's probably so Pern. For a, lot, a lot of the time in my head I was calling her Elisa. Oh, okay. I could okay. see that. But sh- but her real name is Sita. Sita. Not to be confused with Sati, which was the which title the of his book. adult, adult book, book. Yeah. which is very weird. Have you read that one? No. Sati? Yeah. I read yeah. it when I was in high school and I remember being and I was expecting like I'm ready for an adult novel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I just remember it it was just like a woman floating over the sand. I remember she was it's like about, on the beach. She's and, like God. She's God, right? Yeah. yeah and that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Like the movie Michael starring oh, John, John Travolta. Travolta. Yes, exactly. Uh, yes. She's just a feather on so the wind. God come to Earth for a short period of time to change the lives of those around her. And so her name is Sati, but this is mm-hmm. Sita. Sita. And she also goes by, she has another name in this too, which is Lara. 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 Yeah. So she's she's just, you know, she's 5,000 years old. She's having fun. She's playing yeah. around. Yeah. She like switches it up every 20 years because she's like, people are going to know. So I'm going right. to pick up I have to do and it. move. And also, mm-hmm. it's fun. You get to reinvent yeah. yourself every twenty years. I mean, why yeah. not? Why, why not? not? And when you look eighteen and you're actually five thousand, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, especially if your eyes look like blue sapphires that have been uh, staring at a volcanic uh, fissure uh, for, for centuries. Yeah. Um, uh, do you uh, want to read the back of the book yeah. before we go any uh, sure. further, Miss Kelly? Yeah. She thought she was the last vampire. Alyssa Pern is a five thousand year old vampire. For ages, she has hunted humanity, loved humanity, but now someone hunts her. Who is this person? <laughs> what is he or she? Another vampire? Alyssa is not sure. She thought she was the last of her kind. Alyssa has only one lead to follow, 
a detective, Mike Riley, has Mike tried to- Mike Riley. <laughs> hey, listen up, I'm Mike Riley. I'm Detective Mike Riley, PA. No bullshit <laughs> over here. <laughs> I, I, for too long, I thought he was like a cop. And then when finally like something clicked, I was like, oh, okay, he's a PI. Mm-hmm. Um, In haste, before she could learn everything he knew, she killed him. Ah, oh, mistake. Now she must go <laughs> Spoiler after- Spoiler alert. Yeah, I know. She must go after the detective's son and find out what his father knew. Fifty centuries old. And she must enter high school and befriend Ray Riley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a handsome, shy boy who will attract her like no mortal has in centuries. Ray will make Elisa think. Eli- uh, 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 you were saying Elisa, Elisa okay. but... Ray will make Elisa think the unthinkable to make another of her kind. Something she hasn't done since ancient times. But will Alyssa use Ray to help protect her from the mysterious enemy? Or will she just use him as bait? Oh, my God. Well, uh, you learn on the back that Mike Riley has a quick, quick, quick demise. Quick death. Yeah. But I will say this, this book wastes no time. No, Like it gets right it to it. Short. It, it's yeah. very and short. I read, the, I read the whole thing in less than two days. And it was the, the, the first chapter. It's, it, it starts very much like a almost like a 40s gumshoe. It's very um, like noir. Like noir. Like a girl walks into the detective agency with a thing. But then you quickly realize that um, she's got murder on her mind. And mm-hmm. she does. And it's very kind of violently gets where it's like, I was going to meet with the elusive Mr. Riley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's her as the detective. And it's almost right. like he's the dangerous thing entering yes. her life. Yes. Well, not almost. I mean, that is it. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's like a role reversal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of that, that yeah. genre. She also, like, because I. Cause I she it starts and I was like this I, I, I like she's an asshole like she's so like <laughs> confident and tough and yeah. like no you know she's a real bitch she's a real yeah. bitch she's and like then, so unruffled she does not yes. care about anything and she's so pleased with herself like yes. everything is just like I knew exactly what I was doing yeah she's like she thinks she's so cute she's being uh-huh. so cute all mm-hmm. the time like I think that's a line in it where she's like I knew I was being adorable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I just, I, I mean, I remember he writes these very objective women characters. I mean, like they're just like these perfect, these perfect women. You do learn, realize later, like that, you know, that she's that she's had all this pain, insane amounts of pain in her in her life, and you know, um, I don't know how much we can get into. Oh, this we jump no, around. We jump okay, around. The okay, assumption great. is that like either everyone's either read the book or, or they don't book, care, or they can find point, it on Google, or uh, they don't. They're fine with not knowing. Yeah, exactly. I would imagine. Okay. It, it's been a minute since this one's come out. But then you realize, you know, her father her was murdered and she, uh, you know, she, she had the spirit of of all evil, you know, wake up. It's a really terrifying scene where it's like she's like oh behind a rock. Oh, my God. That scene was she watches, so scary. Yeah. She's seven years old. Her yeah. best friend who was 14 and pregnant. And yep. died. Died. Wouldn't say who the father was. And now she's watching a scary ass priest perform like an evil ritual on her dead friend. Right. Yeah. And her friend like wakes, wakes up, wakes up with a demon inside demon. of him and, and like, sees her. And like a sees demon her through. And like the tongue is yes, long. The yes. eyes are bulging out. There's like blood and everywhere. she's like licking skin off, off men's faces. Yes. And then they kill her or she just lies down dead. But and like before that she like in her wakes up. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, Sita, see you, girl. Yeah. yeah she's like, right. see you in a minute. <laughs> And so then, but then she she just has known, so from seven to like however old she is when she has the kid and the husband. She's like 20. Okay. So she's just kind of known about this creature then, but then he yeah. visits her at night 
and says, you have to be a vampire, either to come onto the dark side or I'll kill your husband and your kid. Yeah. Yep. And so she- Rama and Lalita. Okay. Mm. Rama and Lalita. And so then she's, that's why she's a vampire. And then she's, you know, but she's, uh, feels like someone's following her and she feels like it's this man uh, that, um, it's, yeah, she knows somebody hired knows Mr. This. Riley. Yes. Here's, <laughs> here's where it starts. So for one thing, like re I've, I have reread this many times since I first read it. So I'm not, it's not like, oh, fresh eyes on this as uh -huh, an adult. Uh -huh, like uh -huh. I kept reading mm -hmm. it, but I, so it was like, oh, right. I remember this, how she seems like almost defensive about the fact that she's a vampire uh -huh. to the reader. She's mm -hmm. like, and then I flew through the air, which like wasn't hard for me because I'm a vampire. Like, yeah, every yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, I ran away, which was pretty easy for me, a vampire. Yeah. It's like, I could have broken out. Contrary to popular belief, like, you don't have to be invited in. Yeah. Like, she's kind of like yeah. mad at the rules that we thought yeah. we knew about vampires. I think she like hates the like Anne Rice world of vampires. Yeah. She, it's, it's like tacky. Like, it's Ugh. clearly against that whole thing, which is also fun because it taps into that teen angst thing where you're like, you read it and you're like, yeah. oh, I, oh, I like her. Yeah, she's, she's, you know, she like knows who she is. Yeah, but it's despite like what people try to put on her, reminding us over um, and mm -hmm. over that she's a vampire. She was like, I could hear all of them. I could see them from a mile away with my keen senses. I was like, you can just say it. You can just say them. I saw them a mile away. Yeah. Also, like, what do you have to prove? You're five thousand. I know. Like, like, you are so defensive. You win. Right now. You so win. defensive. You know what? She hasn't had someone to talk to in a long time, so maybe she doesn't know how to like. Just be normal and be chill because she is like coming out strong. Mm. Yeah, she like, she's real rough at the beginning. I was yeah. like, I don't think I like her at the beginning. So I was like, she needs <laughs> to like calm too down. Much at she's once. killing people so right she away. Them right away. Right away. Right like, well, like away. I mean, even her own description of herself is like, okay, girl, let's yeah. right, like right. chill out because it's, so I'll read a little bit of it. <laughs> I am a vampire and that is the truth. But the modern <laughs> meaning of the word vampire, the stories that have been told about creatures such as I, are not precisely true. Um, and then she lists all the rules that aren't true, blah, 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 da, 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 blah, 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 My name at present is Elisa Pern. Just two words, something to last for a couple of decades. Just two words, unlike most people's names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just words attached to And they're not actually words, they're two names, they're but okay. Names. Great. <laughs> I am no more attached to them than to the sound of the wind. Gross. That is such a pike line. It's I know. such a pike Similes Oh, up the wazoo for no good reason. Um, yeah, if he and like Hemingway met, Hemingway would punch him in the yeah. face. Oh, there'd be but, so many things wrong. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. But I have such a such an affection mm -hmm, for it. Mm -hmm. My blonde, my hair is blonde and silk like. My eyes like sapphires that have stared long at a volcanic fissure. My As stature, sapphires often do. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then like blah 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 blah. Her voice blah 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 blah. But even I seldom think about when I was born. Long before the pyramids were erected beneath the pale moon, I was there in that desert in those days, even though I am not originally from that part of the world. Oh, my God. And I also love a couple paragraphs later. She says, why am I talking about all of this? <laughs> Who am I talking to? I send out these words, these thoughts, simply because it is time. Time for what? I do not know. And it does not matter because it is what I want. And that is enough reason for me. Like, okay, cool. But like, just that weird sort of thing about like this existential thing about like you, the listener, are, are some weird sort of 
you know, audience across time, and now is the yeah. time. And time for what? I don't know, but I think it's good time. She's like, like what? She's like taking such a like, uh, like vo aspect to uh-huh, this, yeah. uh-huh. which is such. Maybe this was conscious because it is a noiry thing. I was so it's like, who am say, I talking to? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What is yeah. it about? Well, I was we gonna say, see. I do feel like Christopher Pike books should all be read aloud. Oh, because yeah. it's so much more fun if you're, because like when I'm reading that, I'm like, all right, calm the fuck down. <laughs> but like when you're reading it out loud, it's, but even I seldom think about when I was born long before the pyramids were erected. Like that's fun. Yeah, yeah super it, fun. That's fun it when you're saying fun. it out loud. Do, do, do you know if any cool. of his books are on tape? Uh, does he have audio Not books? really. I no, think there's cause... two. There's like the Red Queen and okay another okay. newer one. Okay. Because Red Queen is newer Because it would well. be fun to do like readings of these. I think it's. Um, I do understand why it got rebranded as thirst because at the bottom of the first paragraph on page one, it's as to blood, ah, blood, the whole subject fascinates me. I do like that as well. Warm and dripping when I am thirsty and I am often thirsty. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. And it's fun because thirsty means something different. Yeah, <laughs> sure does. Um, Thirst have... is also a name of a great Korean vampire movie. Have you all heard of this oh, movie? Really? It's really, uh, I think it's no. like uh, the guy that did the movie The Host, I want to say. Oh. Uh, huh. um, I can't think of his last, of his name, but yeah, it's a great, it's uh, horrifying and bloody, but it's also called <laughs> Thirst. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I have a question. In your guys' book, because I have the updated version. Oh, yeah. I, um, so you have thirst. Yes, I have thirst. So when she's talking about, when she's like pontificating about the detective, and she says- Oh, the computer stuff. Well, even Is bef- that what you're Well, she's say? like good at computers too, but no. When, so when she's like, I hypothesize his poison to be speed, medicine to nourish long hours beating the pavement. After me- Surely. Was he doing speed in your yeah. guys' book? Okay. I, that yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my, my thing in this updated thirst. I'm mm. just going to get right into this now. <laughs> this character who has AIDS on page 118, is that still in the yeah, book? Yeah. Oh. That is so crazy. Yeah. Here's the thing about that. Is I read that line and I was like, yeesh. But we had just read The Midnight Club, yeah. which handled the character with AIDS very, very well. I remember his stuff doing that very well. And this is really problematic in yeah, this book. Yeah, it was like because, one line, it blows it away. Well, because you have this character of Seymour, and he's the sensitive, arty, nerdy one, first this of all. This is, first of all, the write-in for Christopher Pike. This is Pike. Christopher Pike. This is exactly who he wants to be. And I am starting to suspect he does, in fact, have AIDS. Christopher Pike does. I'm suspecting. Okay. okay. That, 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 that is not out of, uh, that's not out of the, you know, possibility. Because it, it. First of all, to bring up AIDS in 1994 is, is a very different context from obviously mm-hmm. from now. And the fact that like she knows that Seymour's dying and I'm reading the book now in 2017 and I'm and I know that he's this nerdy kid and finally he's dying and I don't sense AIDS at all. And I out loud on page 118, I go, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, this is crazy. And I even sent you a message and I was like, Lindsay, this is insane. Yeah. Because why? And then and then she says, you don't seem gay. You were staring at me too hard when I was naked. And he said, you have oh, an awesome that, body. So I don't remember that She happening. immediately makes the assumption this 5,000-year-old vampire who knows everything about people and can sense everything and can smell things across, across you know, uh, you know, 12 Aprils and she can jump across the, the spirit of the wind. Yet she makes this com- incredibly obtuse 
statement like, like you, you have AIDS you don't seem gay sensitive yeah. right okay, and then he so immediately this, has to say is it not in there I, I don't it's remember hearing that I don't wow. remember I wonder because that. it's so bad and then well, he immediately mm-hmm. goes into um, you have an awesome body I'm HIV positive I suppose I have full-blown AIDS, which are two completely different oh, things. Oh, yeah, that was like... And then he says, um, I was in a car crash five years ago, ruptured my spleen. I was with an uncle. He died, but I got to the hospital in time. They operated on me and gave me two pints of blood. It was after the test for HIV was routine. They all the donated blood that I guess this batch slipped through the cracks. So I'm another statistic. And it's like, so they had to, they have to... Um, save him by not being like god forbid he'd be have aids from from yeah. gay sex but it's from a blood transfusion it reminded me of uh at risk have you heard of that book no what it's is about that? a little girl who or wait either a little b- girl or a little boy who gets a blood transfusion and uh-huh. like um gets hiv from the blood but when did that book come out i don't even remember i had to read it in high school so it was okay. a long time okay. ago but yeah now I was like, like ah what yeah, because it's all like really cool. I mean, a blood, the, you know, now blood is tested so much, and you know, and and I think it's still r- the rule. I, I I I did hear that maybe Red Cross did change their tune on this, but they have one of the most vile homophobic yes, laws. Yeah, yeah. That if you've had sex, if you're a gay man who's had sex with another man since 1977, which was the year I was born, um, that you uh can't donate blood. Yeah, you just straight up like can't. they don't. Yeah, you just can't. Um, and so. That the blood transfusion thing is, you know, uh, you know, and they not they don't test blood all the time anyway. I just thought that was such a weird thing to include in this book because I wasn't suspecting anything. I thought he had gay like or HIV about this book cell at all, anemia or something, or sure, or cancer or just something. some weird disease or something, yeah. you know, something. But I just thought that was just like so strange, and I just think about like for kids reading this, it just so drives home this like really weird thing. But but I also remember like loving Christopher Pike books, and I was like. I was aware enough in the the you know late eighties early nineties that I thought his books were really sensitive and inclusive and all kinds of stuff. Certainly but, not the beginning ones. No, not the beginning but, ones. And I'm not like the the way it's handled in this is not good. Yeah, but it's heart is in the right place in mm-hmm. trying to drive home the point. Like not just gay people get AIDS. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But it's still not done well. However, in the last Pike book we read the midnight club it is handled amazingly wow another character in that has aids he's been saying that he has a girlfriend in caroline and uh the main character asks him his name is spencer she's like spencer what is it you have it's not like leukemia i know it's not leukemia and he says you're right i have aids and she says oh did you get it from caroline like not immediately right, going, right, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. you're gay? Right, right, right. And, right. and he says, no, Carl. And she's like, oh, okay. Wow. And and he says, blah, blah, blah. Being gay. And she's like, there's nothing wrong with you being gay. And uh-huh. not all gay people get AIDS. Like, she, right, right, like right. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. say that. So I don't That's know why, so like, suddenly in this one, it's like, well, you don't look gay to me. I know. It's, like, very strange. And also, he seems fascinated with it, which I think we all, in the 90s, we were fascinated with AIDS and crack. Like, those are the things that yeah. everybody was like, the and hot gang button violence. issues. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. And drive-bys. Uh, oh, drive-bys. Oh, that's I also, fun. like, I also so didn't like when he's like, I'm just another statistic. That which was, was I like, know. I was like, ew, what? What? Like, this <laughs> is why I think he has uh-huh. AIDS. 
Yeah. Is yeah. there's that like the a bitterness character. Every Christopher Pike stand-in has been the smart, nerdy writer uh-huh. who is going to graduate early and who is sick. Who is right. doomed in some way. Right. Yeah. That, those are his stand-ins and don't get the girl. Right. Oh, okay. So she says that's interesting. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. I'm just, there's nothing in there about that. Really? What is she, what does he say he has? He's, well, he says he has AIDS. Oh, okay. But there's nothing like. She doesn't you say anything, good. nothing like that. She's wow. just like, oh, okay. I'm very yeah. glad that they scrubbed that. Yeah. She's and like, I mean, I'm the first one to say like, you know, the N-word should stay in Huckleberry Finn because it's mm. an important word to the story. You know, that's way I'm different. the first one, yeah. way different. But like, this is one that I'm like, you know what? You didn't write Huckleberry Finn. And no. this is yeah. something that's just like, <laughs> and it's also just like, not what the story is about. Like if the it's, book was about yeah, like, uh, you know, something where that it made any sense. But and it was it's just, not it's like so... the time period is an important aspect to the story. Right, 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 right. No. This could take place at any at any yeah. time. So that's why, like you had said the thing about eight one eighteen, And as I was getting closer to that page, because I was like, oh, I wonder what's 118. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was getting closer to the page and I was like, oh, no. I remember what it's the AIDS line. It's the AIDS line. I mean, it's not like anything that is. is, It's just, it's just so, it's so crazy to think. Yeah, right. It's also crazy to think like in our lifetime how much things have changed. Like how much like you just wouldn't be able to say that now. It just seems so like. Also, like the line too, because it did exist in here where he's like. I know I am HIV positive, but I guess I probably have AIDS. Full blown like, AIDS. Where it's like, like no. I think he's assuming like, like he's getting sicker, and so maybe. I mean, I just feel like you would know, like you wouldn't be like, I guess, right? Especially, I don't. It would. It just seems so like cavalier and weird. Like I, it was weird. I and don't then, know. Yeah. So there were two two parts where I was like, huh. And one was that, and then one yeah. was the fucking bombs. I was like, what? What? I know, I know, I know. What was going on with the bombs? That still is like, every time I get to that part, I'm like, blah, 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 skip, skip, skip. There's yeah. so much explanation I do for not it. care. This is the dumbest how she idea. Puts together Why the bombs? are you listening to oh this? Oh my God. Like how they're going to get the, 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 the metal the, like, to, to fold across a chair. To oh put underneath, God. and your your chair is going to be safe. And like you're going to just are like you blast going up? on and on and then, about this NASA project. <laughs> oh my! Did that God. happen yes, in yours? Yes. Okay, project like, uh, Orion. Orion. That was like I. This is just another Christopher Pike thing where he's like, I read a lot about this thing, and I thought it was cool. Oh, right. So, so no, I'm going to put it in the back. Also, did he did he know he was going to write a whole series? Because this feels padded. It feels a little bit like yeah. This feels like the first chapter of a bigger book, like this whole book does. Mm. And there's a lot of stuff in it that I wonder if like just because there's so much backstory that there's very little yeah that that happens. I was thinking that too because there are she has a lot of like memories of like. Her whole origin, basically. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. The, so we get a lot of her memories like that. Which is like setting all this other stuff up to happen later. That's just what I'm asking. Yeah, I'm I wonder if he started it as one book mm-hmm. and maybe his editors were really pleased with it. And uh-huh. they were like, I, we could make this a series. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get to all of this stuff. Yeah. Or like, don't worry about this one being light or something. And then like, meanwhile, we need Remember Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, jam so that do thing that. out there. And maybe that explains why Remember Me Too is such a piece of shit. It is really bad. <laughs> Which I didn't remember. I'm sorry, Christopher Pike. I do love you. I <laughs> Oh, of course. I mean, complicated. You're probably hearing this. 
But that's why there was that <laughs> long ass okay, story the, stuck in the middle. The note. Because he's trying to do all of this at once. Yeah. Listen, the, that one fourth note is love, hate, and fear. So it's all the same. Right. It's very complicated. Yes, we feel that exactly. for you, Christopher Pike. It's like, I, it is a complicated thing to love you, Christopher Pike. And I do believe that so much of who I am, like Christopher Pike is a little bit in my DNA. Yeah. yeah. Because everything in his books... And he kind of talks about this where it's like in Remember Me Too, he talks about like, oh, you're going to go on to be this great storyteller who like brings knowledge <laughs> and assistance to the world. There are a lot of racial things about it that are very uh, problematic. Oh, wow. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's very like um, uh, it's dangerous minds. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. it's very dangerous minds oh, in that, that like. <laughs> uh, you must play I, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> a Hispanic girl. You don't look like dies. you'd like Kool-Aid. Yeah, it's very <laughs> like. Do you want some purple drink? Oh, it's so like, yeah. It's like, there's it's, so much crime oh. and drive-bys in the Latino community. Oh, you gotta wow. help. And she's oh, like, wow. I'll write a book. And, and remember I'm me white. too? <laughs> yeah. No, okay, I remember, remember me. I remember that was, mm -hmm. that was, uh, what, what, what year was she that? She gets pushed off the thing. Yep. Oh, like 90? That's, I was say 90 yeah. or 91. Okay, or like, I definitely I remember, remember me. Yeah, and that one was good. It's one and of my she comes favorites. back as this ghost, and she watches them. Right? Yeah. No, she okay. Comes, well, she comes yeah, as a she ghost. Turns into a ghost. Watches them, and then in the second book, she goes into a Latina's body mm. and saves the rest of the community. Oh wow! Which that sounds like a reach. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the idea, anyway. So the whole thing in that is like the master, the like Krish Krishna character, and uh -huh. that is like um, your stories are gonna bring enlightenment <laughs> to the world. And the story she tells is so god awful. It's it is so I, bad. It's about a troll insulted. wanting to fuck a woman and oh. being her muse and blah blah blah. But what it it is a very good illustration of the fact that Christopher Wright so much wrote so much pulpy, started out bad, yeah. went into pulp, went into like blood and murder and monsters, uh -huh. and then slowly but surely it was like. I'm Buddhist and I'm going to make you Buddhist too. Oh, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. worked on me. Yeah, so, and yeah. I'm sure it worked on other people. But wow, I yeah. was like super into this whole idea. I like believed in past lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and, and I, it like, it never even was a part of my life or occurred to me to discriminate against a gay person. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is that Christopher Pike never not in one of his books, I don't think. That's so interesting because, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was reading these books before I knew that I was gay, but I was always, like, so comforted by yeah. them and that in that weird way. And I never – and so I've always – like, that's why I always wondered about him. And there's so little about him. He's so private. Available. Like, you know, and just – I just wonder, like, why – what did, was he tapping into in me, like, reading these books – I think that I didn't get like I never was yeah. into. I mean, R.L. Stein is a little bit later in the time, but like there was no mm -hmm. other. There was no other. I mean, I read uh, Stephen King, mm -hmm. and I read these, and you know, these were like you know the the fun in between the like tougher Stephen King yeah. books, and like what I'm trying to think of what I else think... I read for fun, but not much. Oh, I only read these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't care about anything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> I cared about this and Stephen King. There were a lot of writers writing similar things. But none of them is like Christopher Pike. No one got at the same like sadness mm -hmm. and like kind of disturbing stories. They nobody is disturbing. disturbing like Christopher Pike. Mm -hmm. And nobody talks about like underdogs 
Yeah, so there was a lot of that so in all I of his stuff, too. I think there's that, and, like, yeah. yeah, the thing about, like, he's, it's in his books, like, never is being a gay person weird. Right. Yeah. It is. Well, that's like the thing, too, in, that, you know, like, reading, like, and the Stephen King also had that, had a similar thing with Carrie, and there were all these other the characters that were just always, like, you know, the mm-hmm. the don't pick on the freak kind of a thing mm-hmm. like that's the you know kind of the vibe and they have powers yeah and yeah. the hidden and powers that you have you from yeah. being shy and the quiet one and mm-hmm. you know and like hit. you know you actually know more yeah sure and like the one who's like observant and watching things that are happening from afar actually knows a lot more and has all the power versus the like the popular you know uh yeah. the loud the you know, whatever person that's yeah. totally true like i feel like that for like Stephen King books and for Christopher Pike books, it's like, especially for this time period where like the internet wasn't really a thing. So like it was yeah. hard for you to find and meet people like you, mm-hmm. but you could like hang out with these protagonists who and their friends or like allies or whatever that were like you. And so you could like spend time with people that were like you without necessarily being able to meet them at school. Right, or whatever. right, right, right. Yeah. At least yeah. that's how I felt. Like I remember really connecting with these characters and also like, I really liked that a lot of them left a bad taste in the mouth, like made you like really be like, oh, like this really like bummed me out. Uh huh. And like made you think a lot. Well, they're, yeah, they're flawed in a way that's like, and that's palatable. And also, I mean, I read these before I was in high school. So I sort of, mm-hmm. I, I, it gave me this like idealized version of like what my friends and I would be in high school yeah. you know, oh or God. what I wanted to be yeah. in high school. Everything and, did that. Yeah. 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 I mean, and for me, like, there were a lot of 80s comedies. Oh, and, and, you know, I mean, I grew up watching Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday Mm -hmm. the 13th and all that. And I so wanted that existence. And by, you know, I was like in high, you know, I was like, these will be my friends. I'm going to be, I'm going to find someone like Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. She's going to be my friend. (laughs) And of course, that's like not the way it is. And thank God, like some killer with razor knives isn't chasing you in your nightmares. But, but, you know, I can't get the Nancy's. (laughs) You can find a Nancy. (laughs) But, you know, it's like that sort of like that, that the fantasy, there's like a safety in that, like, because you just, you know, you meet those, you know, those, those final girls or those people that are like, you know, Mm -hmm. that are, that are not really, you yeah, you're right. You don't really get to find those people, you know, especially pre, pre internet. And uh, you have such little access. Like I think about what, what, what I was able, I don't even know how I found, because I wouldn't say, I feel like the, I feel like I saw last act in a bookstore. Yeah. Um. When I was probably in eighth grade or ninth grade, maybe, and I saw and and um, no, it was probably definitely eighth grade, and I remember being like, "Oh, I want to," and it was this that girl on stage with yep. a gun, mm-hmm. and she's in the curtains. And I remember that that cover, and I was like, "Oh, I have to, I have to have this." Yeah. And then I just slowly but surely, and I just absorbed so many of them. Yeah. And like, oh, I would just, and I couldn't wait for the next one to come out. And um and they all kind of blend into me now, but I just like, you know, when like you guys mentioned this to me, and I was like, oh my God, I read Christopher Pike like a lot when yeah. I was that age. You know, for those just handful of years, mm-hmm. they were really, really special to me. Yeah, you know? I think with the others, they're like pulpy fluff. Yeah. yeah. And with Christopher Pike, it's pulpy human condition. Yes. <laughs> also, yeah. you know, you you think about a world before Scream. Mm-hmm. Scream came out in 96 and Scream was the first thing to to sort of and Scream is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But it was the first thing to sort of turn the genre on its ear and sort of have a snark. 
yeah. to like looking and saying, you know, they're the rules in horror movies. Mm-hmm. And the Jamie Kennedy character in that movie is such a like, you know, is that nerd that knows the mm-hmm. horror movies. And mm-hmm. and you think, you know, the Drew Barrymore character getting killed at the beginning is a throwback to Psycho and just yeah. like, you know, all this stuff. And it's like the whole thing. And Scream is actually, the first Scream is actually terrifying, I think. And it's so great. But it has this, it sort of kicked off. The idea, and you had like the craft that came out kind of the same yes. time, and it's like you know when that nineties. Oh, of course, of course. I, loved I wanted to um, be a witch. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. Did you guys know that? Um, I'm forgetting her name right now. That you're a witch. I'm a witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but one of the girls. Um, Fruza Balk. No, not Fruza Balk. Robin Tunney. Nev Campbell. <laughs> not Nev Campbell. Not Robin Tunney. Is it Robin Tunney? She's Rachel the True. Main girl. Robin no, Tunney. No, no, no. Rachel no. True's the black girl. Robin Rachel Tun- True uh-huh. reads tarot at House of Intuition. What? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. And she was like into. Yes, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Get out oh. there. Yeah. So she like was drawn to that kind of stuff before she the auditioned movie. for the part and was like, oh, awesome. Like wow. Her part Landed where that. her hair is falling out is, is so it's terrifying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But all that kind of stuff came later when, and then we started to get really savvy about the style. Mm-hmm. And I think things did take a little bit of an edge, mm-hmm. you know, because things were all about, it was more of a commenty sort of That's what I was culture. about to say. It's yeah. like an edge, but also like a lack of sincerity that right. keeps its distance like this from movie, you. This movie has like no irony. If you guys are listening to this, uh, if you're hearing yelling, it's just an improv class in the other room. It's they're not having, a They're having a Mom blast. And dad love, mommy and daddy love each other, I promise. <laughs> um, no, but this 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 book has zero irony in it. Yeah, it no. has zero like or completely earnest. Yeah, com- yes, that's, and you're so. That's what I like. Yeah, I think that's what we yeah. were talking about. Like, there's a purity to it. It's like the camp aspect mm-hmm. where it's like mm-hmm. there isn't any like ha ha wink wink to the right. camera. Mm-hmm. It's like this is like I mean this. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's what I like about that kind of stuff. Well, and that's really good camp isn't trying to be campy. And that's what makes it really exactly. good. It's yeah. not winking at you. And it's the, you know, it's like, why it's the difference between Valley of the Dolls and Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. If mm-hmm. you guys know those movies, yes, but like Valley yeah. of the Dolls is like trying Serious. to go for an Oscar yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like, everything is so legit. And then Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is like, let's take acid and be the craziest that we can be. And yeah. I love that movie too, but they're just wildly different yeah. styles because it's like winking at you and saying, look yeah, how. Like ridiculous parody. this is and it's parody mm-hmm. versus something that's like taking truly itself camp. truly yeah. seriously mm-hmm. yeah you know and I think Christopher Pike books and that was the kind of the thing too where it was like the characters in Christopher Pike books were funny without being like there's ham on my head yeah okay <laughs> that was something Kelly oh, has said it's like if the writer yeah, doesn't put, like, know how to be funny yeah that, that, and they're trying to make like a funny character that that character is just like well I'm playing with food on you yeah, look at how crazy I am I put a ham on my head but they're like and actually uh one of our listeners tweeted at us that Arl Stein used to be a joke writer wow really? uh he did a Poor job of having that come across. <laughs> <laughs> and at least the books we've read so far. Yeah, I mean, but I do we'll... know that like Goosebumps were written to be funny. Yeah, right. Them. Like those are winking. But for me as a kid, as a I was kid. not into that. Like yeah. I was like I was not into. I I was I I was a, a purist about my horror and my me comedy. Too. And I really and there are very few. That's why Scream was such a was such a genius effort because mm-hmm. it actually accomplishes both. Yeah, and it's really hard to find. 
material that that can straddle that line and be both of those things. It's either it becomes too silly. Yeah. Like there were there was this eighties movie. I think Jeffrey Tambor's in it actually called Saturday the 14th and it's mm. a and it's like a parody of Friday the 13th. Huh. And I just as a, even as a kid and it's like super silly and I hated it cuz I'm like don't mm. don't wink at Friday the 13th <laughs> and like to me as a kid I thought those and now you can look we can watch Friday the 13th and be like this is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um Nightmare on Elm Street is still great. The original is is a masterpiece. I have never seen it. You have not. Mm-hmm. I don't think oh I've seen it God. either. I couldn't really deal with horror movies because you know which one I think you would love, much. given what we've been talking about, is mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three: Dream <laughs> Warriors, because that's about a group of oh. kids who all have to go to an institution and to study their dreams because oh. they're all having nightmares, but they all have special powers. And one kid's in a, a in a wheelchair, and there's another girl who's a heroin addict. Another girl's addicted to TV, and she's a chain smoker. <laughs> oh my god, addicted to TV! Yeah, oh she god. she watches Dick Cavett all the time one at of late these at night things and is smokes. Not like I know, I know. <laughs> And she watches Dick Cavett and she smokes and she's like, she has to stay up. So she puts cigarettes out in her, in her arm. Oh my God. What? Patricia Arquette is, <gasps> is the lead in it. It was her first movie, oh, I think, wow. or one of her first movies. And she's, yeah. So, um, and it's, it, I just, it's so good. It's so eighties pulpy. Great. Yeah. And it's just, it's the, it's, it's the most entertaining of the, um, Freddie movies, but you know, it still plays it for real. Like, and there's stuff that you can look at now and laugh at because it's so ridiculous. And Freddie starts to get more and more comical as they go on. And mm-hmm. that's kind of when they start to lose me because I'm sort of like, I don't want, I mean, Robert England is um, just, a, just a master actor. I think he's incredible. And no one's been able to like really figure that out but as much as well as he has. But the first one is actually really scary. And that's, a, I don't yeah. know. I think that's when they have, you have to just believe it. I think a lot of it is like, yeah, what you learn in improv, like commit, like believe what yeah. you're saying, like what you learn in acting, like and just, it's gotta so be real for you. Improv winks at you now. I know. And yeah. I don't a like lo- it. A lot of it's, it's like so very, ironic. and I get really irritated yeah. at that kind of stuff. I don't like when I watch improv and people are referencing movies. Mm. I don't like when they're aware that they're being, observe observe yeah that cute or no. when they're talking basically like towards their partner but to the audience where they're like yeah hey, hey, yeah i know i know this? Which well is it also so, comes like, off shitty it also comes off like i don't really trust you i'm exactly. on stage with you it's like I, I i care about pleasing the audience more than i care about taking care of you the, my scene partner and i yeah. just as a teacher i'm like no play it for real it let us it should be a surprise that you get a laugh because to your character in that moment it's not funny it's oh, that's it's a really legit. Good point. Yeah. And if you get a laugh, you should be so into it, you should be a little bit shocked. Like, wait, what the f- why? Yeah. You know, and that, that's and, why I like improv where like you're not trying to the whole point is don't be funny. Take right, this yes. seriously. Yeah. Yes. Because the funniest moments come out of that. Oh, and it like, comes out you, of things you're you, not even trying. You're not even trying. And that is the like epitome of like don't think. Yes, because absolutely. You're just playing it like a human being, like two human beings yep. talking to mm-hmm. each other, and it's not about like where's the where's the you know comedy coming in, and and um, there's an amazing group in in LA um, called the Impro Theater. Have you guys seen any of their shows? Yeah. They do. They improvise like um, Tennessee Williams plays yeah. or Jane Austen, like Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Oh, that's awesome. They do, and they will go. They will go. It's Dan O'Connor's company, and it's they will go five ten minutes without a laugh. And you're and they're just acting mm-hmm. and and writing so beautifully that you're like I'm watching a lost episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, or I'm watching. It's really cool. Like you know, and I, they do a Sondheim one too. That's like so yes. right. And they they so much of it is just like how you can make like lyrics and music funny, but without like winking at them and not yeah. without doing like a parody of these things. It's like they're actually like 
mimicking the style. And a lot of that is like, I'm such a nerd about that stuff, but I'm like, I want to see that. Like, I want you to, you know, and that's like the goal as opposed to just going for laugh, laugh, laugh. Well, like whenever I'm consuming any kind of content, like I want the person that's creating it to care. Like if you're just like, like, can you believe I'm fucking doing this? Then it's like, I'm like, I'm not here to watch you fucking jack off. Like I'm here to like watch you care about something. Absolutely. And so like that, like, and it happens with these books too, where it's like, I feel like a lot of times with some of the R.L. Stein books that we've read, not to slam R.L. Stein, I know we have to like give him a chance, blah, 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 whatever. Nice guy. <laughs> but yeah. R.L., sometimes you are just like doing some dumb bullshit just to like fill a page and you uh-huh. don't give mm-hmm. a shit and you make your characters do these things just to trick us and it's manipulative and it ain't cool. Right. But like if you care about your characters, then I'm more likely to care. I don't care about any of our all-size characters, ever. Yeah, and it's it's totally fine that Christopher Pike keeps using bad similes because, like, he gives a shit about story and character. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's why he's my fave. And that's why I didn't read Goosebumps, but I did read those scary stories to <gasps> read in the dark. Oh, they oh were my terrifying. God, they were in the pictures. So the pictures scary. were just. Do you remember the one where the lady has a ribbon around her neck and she pulls it off and her head she, falls her off? Head falls off. Yes, I do remember that one. Yeah. We should review one of those for each minisode. Yeah, that'd be cool. So we started a Patreon account and anybody uh-huh. who donates $5 or above gets like a minisode a week. Oh, it's just cool. like 15 minutes to half uh-huh. an hour. So we could, oh, we could yeah, just there cover you go. a story for one of those. Yeah. There are at least two of those books, right? And yeah. There yeah. There was like a second. More scary stories. Three. Okay. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was probably like more scary stories to read in the dark. Even more scary stories. Yeah. 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 Dark. Of course. Of course. <laughs> they were so yeah, scary. Okay. They were. They really <laughs> they were. They were terrifying. I remember like getting scared just like walking by them in the library yeah, as a kid. They're fucking freaky. Oh, I know. They're really I know. freaky. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing about with, with it's so hard to write horror. I mean, yeah. to write, to be really scary. Like now you have you're surprised. Yes. And it's like, and the bar, I think it's higher and higher because we have seen things. And once we've seen mm-hmm. something, we're like, now what do you have? Now what do you have? Now what do you yeah. have? Yeah. And that's, and, I think, um, why it's turned into torture porn. Yes. Yes. Because we're so that's like, a lot easier. It's a lot easier. And I hate that stuff so I much. I hate it. Yes. I have, straight no, up won't watch it. I've no, never I, seen I don't. One. I, I, I don't. Yeah. So I didn't know the deal with them, really. And so I w- started watching Hostel with a That's friend. the one I saw in the That's theater. That's like the and first I, one that people I, yeah. well, I think about. Wasn't Saw, saw first? Yeah. Oh, Saw came before the Hostel? The first Saw, I think, yeah. Because then they were I was like, hearing about Hostel before thought, anything else. Yeah, because people were like, you thought Saw was bad? Wait until Hostel. And I like, oh, and the other one that was bad was um, The Hills Have Eyes. That was also yes, which the original, the seventies Hills mm-hmm. Have Eyes is is terrifying, but they don't trust any of the 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 fear yeah. in that, and that you know, it's all gore. It's all gore. No scare. Yeah, I had to stop Hostel halfway through, and I just like looked at my friend, and I was like, "Do you want to keep watching this?" And she was like, "No," and we just stopped because it was so disgusting. The very it's, concept of human centipede. I'm like, why? Yeah, why? Why you know would you do what that? The fuck I are you get doing? it. Like, I don't need to see the movie. I like uh, you tell well, me you that. Tell me what that is. Done. I don't need I'm to done. Hear it. I'm I done. got it. And also, there are also there there's also these problems about those kind of things. Like hostels, just straight up xenophobia. Like it's yes. like don't travel, don't see the world. Yeah. Europe is going you as, as a evil. White you know exactly. Die. America, exactly. you know, stay in America where things are great. Like there's a lot <laughs> of that kind of stuff happening because they don't. Again, they don't trust character. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you know, to me, what separates that from like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is insanely gory and and mm-hmm. horrifying. Mm-hmm 
is that is pure Texas Chainsaw Massacre is pure character. Like those characters yeah. that you're trapped in the middle of nowhere. And it is just, you know, it's obviously very different from what we're talking about. What we're reading, but yeah. like, you know, it's like you forget that like, it's not about like, the way they kill them and the type of murder it is. Exactly. It's the fact that they are getting murdered and yeah. that these people are trapped. And what would you do if you were in that situation? And, yeah. you know, um, you know, but yeah, but I'm, I always, I have to like, I have to not only have to like them, I have to understand the, the people and yeah. get into them. And I think that's, what's so great in these books. It's always like an ensemble. I mean, this book, the last vampire is really just, it's, it's very few characters. They're, they're only a handful. Mm-hmm. It's like her and Ray and, Pat, poor Pat. Pat. Oh, poor Pat. Oh, Pat, the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh my Pat. God. So first of all, she sees her and first she's of all, like, her name mm. is Pat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. and then she's like, mm, easy prey. In 1994, <laughs> at the height of Julia Sweetie's career on SNL, yeah. so yeah, they're just like, bless her heart. But she's yeah. you see do. that this book is dedicated to Dr. Pat? No. Oh God, that's sad. I wonder who Dr. I wonder Pat if is. It's his doctor. Wasn't that that was? Oh, Dr. Pat. There you go. That was um, Kristen Wiig's character on what was that reality show? The first thing she was in, where she, oh, it was like uh, where she had Schmo, a shit puppet, Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. Yeah. Her name was Doctor Pat. I fucking love that. What, show. I know it was so weird. It was so endearing. What a strange, <laughs> it was crazy so show. endearing. I love that it started off super cynical, and they're like, "Let's fuck with this regular guy." Oh, uh huh. Uh-huh. And then they were like, "No, he's great. I don't want to hurt him." I know. I know exactly. I know because it's like again, it had a heart. Yeah. You know, versus things that are just like, it's easy to just write cynical crap to just like abuse people, torture people. Because I remember that in Hostel, there's this thing where there's like, they're like digging out somebody's Achilles heel or something. No, that's and the part like, I turn it off. I cut it. That's yeah. The part and I, I was like, yeah. no, that's not, that's no good. That's so no was, good. Yeah. And, and what you like, uh-huh. t- like what you touched on before, which it was like, the focus <laughs> is on like, yeah, it's, um, there's yeah. like a thousand more disgusting things that happen in that yeah. that I could not handle. Um, Sorry, it just hit me again. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. It's horrible. Oh, I just remember the visual. I know. It's I saw so it in the theater dis- whenever it came out, and I still remember it. It's like, I can't believe I'm watching. I'm just but, like, saying that. I yeah. don't need the visual. I, I have it. No, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, the, like, but the focus on those is on like the act of killing. And it's just like, <laughs> right. how can this person – like th- these aren't people. They're just no. like – no, they're they're Things. they're meat they're meat props. Yeah. Can we talk about her plan? <laughs> you mean the bomb? Plan? Yes. I because I I immediately become bored. I was bored yeah. with it as a twelve year old. I'm bored with it as a thirty five year old. Yeah. <laughs> like and and when like the whole thing about like how she has to go into the warehouse and steal. I skimmed the shit out of that part. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I just read it last week, and I don't even really remember it that much. Yeah, so it basically, just didn't really, it didn't stay with me at all. I just remembered it was like it really counted on them lucking out with what chair he sat in. Yeah, like they were going to be already seated. They're like, "Have a seat in this chair, the bomb chair." <laughs> oh my god! Like or something like. And we were I like, also "Love that!" Like we find out he's like, I knew from the beginning. Him, him walking in and her going, "Would you care to sit?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And exactly. like, she's like, "Yeah, I'll in sit. the most yeah. comfortable chair in yeah. the room." Uh-huh, I'm giving exactly. you this, the best chair. And then yeah. she, she, what did she do? She's like, so she's got. She's got that bomb, and then she's got another bomb underneath her and Ray. Ray, but and they're gonna blast above, through the sky. Yeah, yeah they're gonna blast through the skylight plate. So I'll I'll read. You can't be I'll read. No, I know. I know. So Seymour gives her this 
idea. It, well, all he tells her is like, set him up with a situation where it seems like you're all going to die, but you can actually get out of it. She's, She's like, like, I great. got it. And, she, and then she goes, that gives me an idea. And then it is the most like obtuse, <laughs> ridiculous idea I've ever heard of. So it's like, <laughs> forgives me hope. Ba -ba -ba -da -ba -ba. There's a concept that NASA is entertaining to launch huge payloads into space. It is called Orion. The idea is revolutionary. <laughs> Many experts, in fact, say it won't work in practice. Yet there are large numbers of respected physicists and engineers. And keep in Just, mind that, like, this is a vampire sending her thoughts out into nothingness. Yeah, yeah. yeah who is, for some reason, explaining. The time is now. Why the, the time? Because I, I feel it's time. Uh, who so, am I speaking to? Who knows? Right. Well, and just these, like, fun lots of experts think and scientists <laughs> oh, you agree. Know. God. Oh. So, like, Lindsay. she says, essentially, it involves constructing a huge, heavily plated platform <laughs> with cannons on the bottom that can fire miniature cannons. Oh, yeah, my God. Cannons. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I mean, like a right pirate away. ship. It is believed and that what the shock thinks from the that blast... What scientist thinks that it's a good idea to you could actually send people into space from cannons on the bottom of a... Bomb Wait, well, it's not people. So it's is your guys' nuclear bombs? Bombs. Yeah. Okay. Does your say nuclear, nuclear, nuclear bombs? bombs? Yeah. Ours says nuclear bombs. So cannons shooting nuclear um, bombs. Blah, blah, blah. If the timing power is perfectly balanced, can lift the platform steadily into the sky until eventually escape velocity is achieved. The advantage, like whenever he's telling us about the science or something or the setup, it straight up switches from the character talking to it reading like an article in Scientific American. You know what he sounds but like? Can I see that really mm -hmm. quick? Cut and pasted. He sounds Careful like, with my precious Yeah, book. I will, I will. Okay, this sounds like a conspiracy theorist like writing an insane manifesto. Because it's like, there's a concept NASA's entertaining to launch huge payloads into space. It's called Orion. <laughs> uh, the idea is revolutionary. Many experts, in fact, on and it's on. Like, pages wake and pages up, and pages. sheeple. It yeah. was an inside job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. was so, like, I, I was like, Somebody made that joke is he work. okay? Like, or she, I guess, because it's. Yeah. And then, and then again, she gets, like, super defensive. Like, blah, blah, blah. The primary problem is obvious. Who wants to strap themselves atop a platform that is going to have nuclear bombs going off beneath it? Okay, so I guess people will be, what the fuck? I know. Okay. I know. That's what I don't and then understand. she says, of course, I would enjoy such a ride. Extreme radiation bothers me no more than a sunny day. Uh, we get it. Oh You're a God, vampire. We get it. You don't get drunk. You then, like, enjoy the thrill of nuclear war. And then it's <laughs> right. like, this is how I see the details. We can sit in the living room around a crate of dynamite. I ain't even kind of... But he will not see the six inches of steel sheeting underneath... Steel sheeting underneath the carpet beneath my chair and raise. Our two chairs will... The blast from the hidden bomb will trigger the largest bomb before we can fly clear. Blah, 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 blah. The physics are simple in theory. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, my guy tells me I can go to Portland to get these things. La, 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 la. I'm outside of the place in Portland. I'm gonna kill the guards watching the this stuff. This part was I'm so boring. It was so, so crazy. It's it also is, so fast. It's it like so, so much fast. happening, it's and you're so, just like, wait, what? Now they're in Portland. Now they're back. He, yeah. I don't understand. It's like he is bored by it. Yeah, he's bored. He just wants right, to get back right, to the right, stuff. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's like, I guess I have to make this I guess a story. I, but the real question, Pike, is that why is this the solution that why, you're saying? Why yeah, is yeah, this yeah, the solution? Yeah, yeah. Just have I it wonder. be like a regular old bomb and you're like, and then Ray and I will run real fast. Yeah, something. something. Because this goes from 170 to 174. 
That's too many pages. That's too of many that. pages. But then it's also, it's four it's like pages. only four pages where like they are so many different places. Also, I was laughing because like this whole time she's like super weak, and so is Ray, and they're like getting dynamite. They're like building a like a fucking platform. platform. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, 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 like yeah. sawing at the ground. Uh-huh. Like like. And also, like, they're like, let's just nail these chairs to the platform and that'll be, like... In this amount of time, safe. meanwhile, we're keeping this guy that's chasing us at bay. Yeah, he promised he wouldn't come back until it dawn, so... the most complicated, like, least chance of success plan she could have come up with. I was, like, ready to be mad if this plan worked. Like, I was, like, <laughs> I was, like this plan, if this plan works, like, I... I I don't think I can continue with this series. <laughs> Luckily, it doesn't even have to work because I, I also yeah, love we don't that. Know. So then, yeah, what, I mean, we don't know what happens is her house blows up from the regular bomb, but then, like in the background, we just see these chairs go. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it just goes, it goes right through that skylight, and then like from from the the grounds with a stake in her heart, she goes. I was right at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we don't know if she survives. Way to go, Orion. Mm. I mean, Orion Project. Yeah. And then how many years later was, was Last Vampire 2? Mm, good question. Not long. Yeah. Maybe like a year. Okay. Because I was curious. I mean, I, I figured she probably survived, seeing as like it's the whole, there's like a whole series about it. Mm-hmm. But had I been like, whatever age I was reading these, probably like 13. And like, I would have been like, what? Like she maybe died. I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. And I would have flipped. Oh, oh, unbelievable. I would have been like, I would have been like, I have to read the next book. Yeah. I'd be like, when is it coming out? Uh, I don't know if she's alive or dead. And then I I would like circle my like scholastic book order. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) I know that's in the back of the book. Like you can order the books and you can like send in money. And it's just like, I remember doing that. Like you can, you know, like you, you send in, you, you check the books that you want, and then you add seventy five cents to cover postage and handling, it, it and they looks come like, and get you. <laughs> <laughs> like he had already written another sequel in twenty ten, because I don't think there's an original Last Vampire called Eternal Dawn, but maybe the Last Vampire two is called Black Blood, mm-hmm. and then Red Dice yep. is part three. That's all we have so far. However, this book, I mean, in this print, this printing of it. Oh, so yours is a first edition. First edition, and and it already already promises you two more chapters. Yeah. Or two more, you know, versions. That's interesting. So, yeah. They both came out in 94. Okay, so he. Vampire 3, 95, 4, 96, 5, 96, 6, 96. Okay, so he Wow, he was blasting through these. He was Yeah, so that's why. This one probably feels a little like. So he's like, okay, book one is set up. Yep. It did feel like a lot of setup. And it was like, because if you think about the things that actually happened in the timeline that she's like describing it, which is like her going to the high school and all that, um, it's like not a lot. But then there's a lot of like her there's a past. lot of backstory because yeah. I thought, oh, there's just going to be a chapter where we learned about her lot. and it's going to be before. But it keeps going back to a mm-hmm. lot of stuff mm-hmm. to set up this whole world because like he knew he knew yep. what was going on. Also, I, I loved how she was like, I'm pretty sexy and not shy. So she like yeah. undresses and in front of everybody. Hey, he drove all his way in the middle of the night. So I'm going to give him a thrill. Yeah. Boy. Oh, Al- oh, Alyssa, Lisa, Sita, Lara, Lara. She like does that in that. She is so mean about it to poor Pat in the 
in the locker room yeah. where she's like, mm, I knew I looked good, so I undressed in front of her. And like poor Pat's like, you're really beautiful. Uh. <laughs> Baffling. I wish that she had treated Pat better because from the get-go, she's like, oh, shit, I like Pat. Yeah. She's like, in one day, I like Pat, Ray, and Seymour. This is very unusual. I don't usually like form bonds with people like this. Mm-hmm. So I would have liked it if that had panned out a little more mm-hmm. with her I know. liking yeah. Pat. And also I'm a little bit curious, like, do we learn, do we learn later in a spoiler-free way why she's like all of a sudden feeling so many connections to all these people? Ish. Okay. Mm-hmm. We learn ish. Okay. <laughs> but like I we weren't supposed to learn in this book, right? Like I didn't miss it. Oh, absolutely not. Okay, no. great, great, great. I mean, there's the whole thing about like Ray having Rama's eyes. Yeah, I mean, so I got it's like that. Implied yeah, yeah, yeah. that he is Rama, and I felt like right, Seymour right, right, was right. like one of her kids or something. I don't. Se- know. I mean, Seymour's Pike, <laughs> yeah. so that's it's probably true. as much as it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, just yeah. he's a very sensitive guy who he's a very sensitive. Guy. It's a writer. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm and so good doomed. at math, but it bores me. I'd rather write Ugh. horror stories, you know, that kind of thing. That's I was like, oh, Christopher. There's no one like me. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps accidentally writing Christopher, and he's like, ah, oh, delete, delete. delete. <laughs> or in 94, get out the white out. Yeah, oh, God. White it out. <laughs> Did you guys like the in the past stuff? Because that was always my favorite. It still I is. I was really interested about the past stuff, but I also, like, I don't know. I, I found myself, like, wanting to see what happened in high school. Yeah, I mean, I could have, I mean, I was, I was, I was given, you know, time constraints i was glad it was a short book but i also was like wanted more of both i mean i i the the back stuff was is is like really well written it's like beautiful yeah. it's like so descriptive and terrifying and this alternate world and this whole thing and then but yeah the all the stuff in real time in in, in current time was very rushed and i'm mm-hmm. like i want more of that and yeah. i want to know more about like who Ray is and why he's not just this perfect guy, but what's yeah, his deal? I think I think the point of this book is like the present time is not the point. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. really just that Yaksha has come back to this moment, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah. It's not particularly. I mean, I guess it is because it's like, oh, she loves Ray after all this time. And Krishna told her where like where there is love, there is me. Yeah. And so that's why Yaksha doesn't kill them. So I guess he is drawn to this particular moment in time. Mm-hmm. But the events of the present don't matter. I want to mm-hmm. see more of Krishna in the no- other books. Fuck yeah. Yay. Well, I know there's like a ton more mysticism mm. and uh, Buddhist ideas. Yeah. I loved the, the past. Yeah. Some real cool past okay, stuff. Okay, cool. I loved the um, snake fighting. When they are snake yeah. music, snake oh, music, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like that part. The description of the notes on the flute yes. corresponding with different yes. chakras. Yeah, love very that. funny. He didn't say chakras though. Yeah, that was no, weird. No. He was. What did he say? Like points or Centers. something? Centers. I was like, mm-hmm. just say mm-hmm. chakras. Yeah, say chakra, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I just was really. I always thought snakes were deaf, but I maybe that's just. Are snakes deaf? Is it just the vibrations? I mean, the vibrations that, to that them? they can that they can deal with. I just was curious about that. I need to look that up. But I always thought that snakes they were very sensitive to Ah. Okay. Are they? Snakes don't possess the outer ear along with a missing eardrum, which should technically make them deaf. 
but they have the complete inner ear structure, complete with the cochleas, which give them the ability to sense the vibrations from its skin to the inner Boom, ear. Got it. it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Because I'm, I'm like, the oh, yeah, they're like, always, snake I totally forgot about thing. snake charmers and all that, but I also had always heard that the snakes were deaf and they couldn't hear you. Like, just you just screaming near a snake, like, it's not going to hear snake. you. But they yeah. can feel your feet, your footsteps. That's why they'll slither away if you <laughs> Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, but they can't hear you scream. Yeah. So you could be screaming your head off at a snake and it won't hear you. Unless unless there's some sort of vibration. Like I sound guess, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Interesting. They would be sound. They would yeah. be hearing in the inner flute. ear, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> yelling and stuff, you know, they don't hear until then. Interesting. Feel it, unless it actually the wave hits them. Good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snake yeah. facts. Yeah, <laughs> that's a snake fact. Snake that's facts. a snake fact. <laughs> Cute. Did you guys enjoy her being held captive and escaping? Oh, I with the whole dudes. section. Okay, right. Wait, so, what? Um, okay, remember when those like secret op dudes like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the gas her. station. That stuff is yeah. great. I, I like that, that part yeah. too. I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. When she goes into the gas and she and she gets handcuffed and she goes into the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally I was forgot always about that. amused by her calling the woman Miss Germany. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, Miss Germany. Germany. I know, I know. It's so um, great. I do. It would have been fun. Like, this is just a random note. Like, Christopher Pike, like, I'm just spitballing. You don't have to take this. Like, mm-hmm. this is dumb, but something like this. <laughs> Where, uh, like, because she keeps saying, like, the woman never stops being scared. So I would have yeah. loved it if it was like, the woman is still scared, though. She's smart. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah. these men don't see me because they think a woman is weaker, but the lady sees me because she knows she's, not to take it knows. for granted. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, her fear so is not because been, she's a lady, but because, or a woman, she's like but picking because up she's on it. a human. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'm excited to see, like, who is what person from the past? <laughs> I want to know. Mm. It's, I, I feel like it's very like, and you were there, and you were there. Uh, it isn't. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> but oh, it it gets like this series is fucking crazy. Yeah, I it's can't wait. Very fun. Crazier than exploding yourself out of a skylight. So much crazy. Yeah, just part one of six. Yeah, good god. <laughs> oh my god! Now you have to read the rest. I know. I have to read the rest of them. I know. I know. I'm, I even though I'm like irritated by the fact that they're being repackaged or remarketed or whatever as thirst. I am very excited to read new ones because mm-hmm. what yeah. the fuck are those going to be like? Crazy. No yeah. Because of the way things ended in six, I'm like, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> How many books has he written? A lot. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot. A lot. Okay, okay. I didn't know if you would know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, oh, it's, it was like 74. Mm-hmm. Didn't wow. we figure it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's done like Spooksville books, which are for kids. Mm-hmm. And then, he's, you know, given stories to anthologies. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Wow. He does a lot. Yeah. And he yeah. actually started out trying to do just adult. And then his editor was like, mm, maybe try young adult. And so he really begrudgingly started doing young adult. Which I think explains a lot of the tone of the first two books, which are very like, I don't know, teens are lame. What are they like? Yeah. Like, you're not going to understand my, like, complicated ideas and yeah, like, and the, writing. Yeah. yeah, I remember Weekend being terrible. Yeah, it's real bad. It's so bad. Yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's a description of a girl as she's, like, walking in her bikini of, like, Ew, disgusting. Her, her butt winking at everybody. What? Like, and as she walked, yeah. her butt winked. 
Oh, come on. Yeah, Chris. really bad. Chrissy. Really bad. No. Or like um, the best friend, um, she wore big sunglasses, but they didn't do much to hide her big nose and face that only her mother could love. Wow. Like, he really was, starts he, off thinking all teenage girls fucking hate each other. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a bummer. It's, it's a real bummer, yeah. He, just, he gets over it fairly quickly. In bursts, he gets over In, it. He gets... Yeah, I mean, specifically the part where thinking all teenage girls hate each <laughs> other, because then there are some genuine friends, but it does take time to filter out yeah. all of it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Well, mm. well, Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm having trouble thinking of something else because it's true. This book is kind of like, huh? Yeah. Right, well, it yeah, ends it ends very abruptly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah. yeah. basically she has... So she has explained before, she's like, oh my God, like I, I, I don't oh die. My goo. She's like, oh my goo, y'all, I do not die. Mm-hmm. I only die if I get like maybe punctured in the heart, but who's going to do that? <laughs> Book ends with, she's like, like uh oh, vampire daddy. In the heart. She's punctured in the heart. And she's like, oh my goo, I'm punctured in the heart. <laughs> I'm going to die. Well, bye. And she's like, see you later. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, me too, bye. And then that's <laughs> she's it. like, hmm, I wonder if I'll live. Uh, yeah, it ends on that. I wonder if yeah. I'll live. Um, I guess I was trying to think of more like past stuff we could talk about because it's like her in the past is so wildly different from her in the present. Her in well, the present, she's like, like there's none of the like overconfident sassiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, because she, she has is, like, like newly a vampire. Yeah, she's pretty freaked. She's following Yaksha around because he is now her like god. Because he's the first he's vampire the one who born of that scary long tongue lady. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I think, yeah, we're seeing someone that, like, is ostensibly at the end of their life, a very, very long life. So she's, like, cocky. But she also says she she's not ready to, to die. No, she doesn't want to. Because the other because the other guy is, like, he's done. Yeah, well, he is so like, done. I'm really tired of this. Yeah, yeah, he wants to go. He's like, I came here to see Krishna. That's why I was born. I saw him. Then I've just kind of been kicking it around. Yeah. I let you live. Because he like didn't put a time limit on my killing all my creations, but uh, I feel like dying now, so I'm gonna have to kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I want you to go out too. Because I and have she's to like, go what, out what? with Krishna's what? blessing, so I got to kill you. Yeah. And she's like, "But I want to go out with Krishna's blessing. I do." And he's it's like, "Me." Kind of, have you all seen The Hunger? <laughs> have you seen the movie The Hunger? That sounds so familiar. It's uh, David familiar. Bowie and Susan Sarandon <gasps> and Catherine Oh my Deneuve. God, I'm planning on watching this because I it's... bought a poster of it without even knowing what it is. And Fantastic. I was like, yes, poster. It's very similar to this in the setup in that, you know, Kath- um, Catherine Deneuve and David Bowie are centuries old vampires. Mm-hmm. They never say the word vampire in the movie, but you, it's very 80s, very stylized. Okay. Tony Scott directed it. It's an incredible movie and um, very sexy movie involving <laughs> ladies. Um, but yeah, they, um, basically they, as long as they are in love, they can live forever. Oh, but, and that's um, why Bowie's he's dying. Getting, he's dying within a day. He ages rapidly because Catherine Deneuve falls out of love with him. Oh my and, God. But has to keep it going and st- in order for her to stay. So she, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she's interested in Susan Sarandon. Oh, yes. The, the, trailer because r- truly i was going to watch this last friday oh my god how funny. and then i saved it to watch with mike <laughs> to see if he wanted to watch it because i've owned this poster for like a year but on friday i was like i gotta pull the trigger and watch this movie of my poster yeah yeah, yeah. it's so <laughs> good it is 
such an awesome poster. It's an amazing cool. movie. It's um, a perfect movie. And it ends with like the disturbing elegance of David Bowie. Uh-huh. Uh, the like, the cold beauty of Catherine Deneuve. How do you say her Deneuve. name? Deneuve. And the like, uh, earthy sensuality uh, of oh Susan God. Sarandon. <laughs> like, this trailer is the best. It was something like yeah, those yeah, yeah, yeah. But I definitely remember, like, Susan Sarandon's being sensuality of uh, Susan Sarandon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sibilant. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's a, it's a, oh, it's great. It's I'm very glad sexy. It's good. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought I was like, might just be campy but no it's mm. really really good awesome it's really great cool. but th- yeah then i was like tony scott yeah that's probably good it's great it's classic good good for everyone and glad for it yeah so watch I that guess, movie yeah we how have we run out of stuff because it's a lot how of backstory it's so and much backstory yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe we should have done one and two well, uh, well, well, you, you know stretch what? it out. Can't you turn would you like time. to come back for the two? Maybe. Whenever you it, do it, yeah. you're doing them in order, right? So it'll be, is there it'll something It'll be sometime else? in the future. We're doing books in Let between. me know if I can come back and do it. I'll totally come. Yeah. I'll read the second one and do it. Cool. Yay. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing books in between, so we'll work okay. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. I think, I think yeah. we covered it. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for having me, and hopefully I'll be back. Yeah, yes. for sure. And do you have anything you want to plug? Um, or many things. What do I want to plug? Well, listen so to my cool podcast, things. Minor Revelations, uh, which we've talked about. It's on the Feral Audio also. Um, and then I'm going to start working on, I'm going to be on the TV show reboot of Heathers. <gasps> you are? Yay! I am. So I start that this week, next week. Um, so yeah, so I'm not doing any live shows for a while because I'm just sort of doing that. But yeah. Yay. So that'll be really awesome. fun. But that'll be like awesome. next year or at okay. some point when it comes out. Well, keep your eyes peeled for Heathers. Yes. Yeah, because Drew will be in I it. will be on them. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Next week, we are doing The Accident by Diane Ho. So I don't know if you're reading along. Read that book. Get that book. Get if that not, book and read it. That's just what we're going to be doing. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, thanks for joining us once again. And uh, you want to take us out with, with a... <laughs> With a, with a with our with a whatever catchphrase keep it creepy that's the one keep it creepy thanks for listening to teen creeps our artwork is by james mulholland our theme music is by mike carlson you can find us on instagram and twitter at teen creeps pod you can direct all inquiries to teen creeps pod at gmail.com and please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts if you're reading along with the podcast you can now find our book schedule at teen thanks for listening and keep it creepy <laughs>